Just give us one hour and we'll help you change the way you think about happiness. Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Cayman is a fresh talk radio approach promoting happiness from the inside out. Happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Each week, Lisa shines her light on well-being and global human flourishing by presenting a diverse and proactive collection of the greatest thinkers and doers who have devoted their lives to creating a better world in which to live. As a filmmaker, positive psychology coach, author, professor, and change agent specializing in the field of happiness, Lisa Cybers Kamen is widely recognized as an expert in the field. On the show, she also focuses on military families and service personnel returning with PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and other post-deployment civilian life reintegration issues. So, let's spend some time getting to the heart of the matter on Harvesting Happiness on toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio, where we explore the very serious business of happiness, sustainable well-being, and human flourishing. We are not talking about that annoying yellow smiley face. No, no, no. We are talking about something much deeper and critical to the success of humanity. Authentic happiness is not selfish, egotistical, or narcissistic. In fact, it is essential in order for humankind to thrive. Sustainable happiness is important because it not only elevates our own well-being locally, but also contributes to collective global flourishing. The achievement of a happy life is not only positively good for us, it is constructively good for those around us. In short, happiness matters. Happiness comes from the heart, and this show is all about the heart. Today we are focusing on the creative process. The creative process is music, and the creative process is life, and the creative process within music and life is what we're talking about. We invite you to connect with us, join our conversation on HH Talk Radio on Twitter, and find us here. Find us and, and, and spread the good word about this show. My first set of guests today are the band Cable Car. And Cable Car is made up of or comprised of Jack Turner, Nate Mott, and Ryan Murphy. Nate and Ryan flew from Rhode Island to California. Jack flew from England to California. They landed in Los Angeles, had a few laughs, had a few drinks, and hopped on a cable car. They recorded an EP with Mike Pappas of Yell for Help and showed it to the world. And there it began. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for being here. Hello, Lisa. Yes, good morning over here. It's, uh, well, just barely into the afternoon, I suppose. Yes, it it, it 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 well it's it's morning somewhere and afternoon somewhere and evening somewhere. That's how I like to think of it because we never know when our listeners are actually listening. You know, we've got the live component. They, they, 
the iTunes component, and yada, yada, yada. There was another note that I have here on my script that I, I'm going to share because it's kind of funny. I have to count out how many there are. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 rides. The word ride. Ride, 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 ride. So tell me what the significance is. Ride? Or is it just a typo? Oh, it's a mistake. An absolute typo, yeah. We intended <laughs> to just have one period, and uh, by the time we got all of it, our prints back, we were like, okay, well, it's oh. going to cost us too much to actually get it redone. You have to roll with it. So, but it reinforces <laughs> the point. <laughs> no, no, it, it was intentional. The reiteration of the word is, is um, not as significant as the individual word itself. It just sort of drives the point home. You know, for us, this has been one hell of a ride. Life is a ride, and it's a bit of a roller coaster. So the metaphor of, of uh, Cable Car as our band name touches on that, and so does the name of our first EP. Uh, it took a lot to get us to completion, like any musical project. It's just a lot of work, and it was one hell of a ride. So we ended up just, just using that word as a, as, a, as a significant way to say what we've been through. Well, thank you for clarifying that because I got the script and I thought, you know, I could ask for that clarification before we go on the air or I could we could settle it on the air, which is a lot more fun because I was in a perplexed state. And you're right. The whole the whole adventure is a ride. And that's the point. Uh, I want you to know I panicked when you asked that question. I was totally unprepared. Yeah. Panic. Pure panic. <laughs> yeah. We're well, you know, we are, you know, there is no panicking that needs to happen on this show because we, like I tell people, we're having a virtual cup of tea. It's very civilized. It's all about connection. It's all about, you know, sorting it out, sorting it out, what happiness is, sorting out how we find our purpose on this planet, which the three of you have really um, devoted yourselves to. So let's jump in and talk about the music. Because it is all about the music for you guys. I'm sorry, I thought we were here to talk about cooking. We can. That, we, we can talk about cooking up some seriously good music while riding. Oh, well done. Way to turn that around. Well done. Bring us back <laughs> on well, what aspects of music would you like to talk about? You're well, in I, I, I want to talk about what creating music means to you and what your intentions are with your audience what do you want them to get from you and the ride i think that we all have a different answer for that so why don't, why don't we all take a moment on that jack yeah okay so you know i think for us well for me at least i've uh, i've really enjoyed creating as part of this trio and uh doing that on one hand to kind of satisfy ourselves in terms of what we want to produce but Bit by bit, we're starting to get more and more people really be affected by our music and contact us, and and that feels feels really wonderful. Um, so I think it's just you know the sharing. Yeah, Ryan. I think a really important aspect of of what we're trying to do here is create music that people really enjoy whether they're casual listeners, whether they're musicians, sort of whatever their background is, just making a universal sound. And I think that's part of Ride, is that it's sort of all inclusive. We want to make music that, that anyone would like. 
Um, for me, and this is Nate now, we just went from Jack Ryan to Nate. Uh, music for me started really young. I know it also did for these guys as well, but but to me it was a way to uh, escape boredom. My first summer I really started writing songs because I had moved to a new place and I didn't know anyone. Um, and what it became was just a way for me to, to get down on paper what was going on around me. I think that everybody develops something like that. So when it starts that way, I think music ends up becoming something for yourself. And then when you develop it into a profession, you learn how to flip that around and do the opposite and ends up making it something for others. Music's something that's really inherent in, in everybody, you know, every culture worldwide. So um, once you start making it into um, a profession, I think it's your responsibility to take music and, and give it to those that need something in their lives. So you choose a certain element of a, of a human emotional spectrum to write about, and you say, I'm going to write a song for these people now. And then it has an effect on you and them. So that's pretty much that's what music means to me. Well, I would like to play a clip for our listeners. We've got the first song that's already queued up and ready to roll entitled You're Killing Me. And I would love for you to give us like the uh, quick quip setting this up and, and we'll play it. All right. Um, you're killing me, baby. That's the Killing the line. me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking, honestly, what's a heartbeat, is it? The sound of my voice has an echo down the hallway at shaping you as you turn back. Could you even answer that? Don't I'm having a little groove fest with myself over here. <laughs> that was great. Hello? I'm glad you, glad you liked it. Oh, I loved it. I love your music. And what I what I love about your music is that it has got a, a mass appeal. Now, I want to say that I'm probably the old person between all of us, um, although I'm not that old. And I have two teenage kids, and my kids love your music and we had the great oh, fortune please. of connecting at tedx malibu where you performed um in december of 2013 uh and our theme was desire and you came on and rocked the house with desire desire in the form of music in the form of danceable music or groove grooving music i'd like to call it so i just want to thank you for sharing your gifts to the world and and the appeal that it has to the old and young at heart, and, and the young that want to be old. Hmm. You know, I think that the biggest challenge for, for musicians is to find a way to balance both timeless qualities in their music and contemporary qualities. 
um, you know, a song that I consider timeless is something that, that it will, that will still be wonderful to listen to 10, 20 years down the line, but has the contemporary power to make it on the charts. So, um, we're basically just trying to find that balance as best we can. We are going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to come back with another of your songs called Wait For Me. You're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. And to learn more about the fabulous cable car, please go to www.wherecablecar.com, and that's W-E-A-R, cablecar.com. On Twitter, they are Where Cable Car. We are Cable Car. Just to jump in. We are Cable Car. Oh, we are... Thank you for clarifying that. Duh. We are CableCar.com. We are CableCar on Twitter. And we are CableCar on Facebook. And that is why I'm old, because I, I can't read. Make a difference. I wanted to we know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Toginet.com. Like us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness and on Twitter at HH Talk Radio. Lisa returns with more of Harvesting Happiness following this short break. Nothing gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress Cayman has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life. Available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Are you or do you know a returning U.S. military man or woman in need of restoring joy in their lives? Did you know that our nonprofit, Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, offers stigma-free combat trauma and post-deployment reintegration programming? Check us out at www.hh4heroes.org. That's HH, the number four, and heroes.org. Happiness is an inside job. Wear the message on t-shirts, baseball caps, sterling silver designer jewelry, and more. Please visit our online boutique at www.harvestinghappiness.com.
Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio, and you are listening to the fabulous cable car and i'm speaking with the band i got the whole band in the house let's talk about wait for me guys talk about your creative process and where the inspiration uh for these songs starts uh well we actually start uh in a lot of different ways one of us will bring an idea to the table and the rest of us kind of layer up on top of it when it when it comes to wait for me in in particular that was a story that meant a lot to me from a few years back, and I wanted to get it down. So what I did is I just picked up my acoustic, paired it with some lyrics, brought it to the guys, and they filled in the, the blanks. Um, but we'll do that the, the reverse way as well. When there might be a percussive um, element that Ryan comes up with or a guitar lick that Jack comes up with, and we just kind of fade into uh, each other. Recently, though, I mean, that was very much so how we did the last album, which, in my opinion, is a pretty common way to write music. But this new album we're doing a little differently. Um, We're going to hear a clip from that called Tonight, I believe, as the last part of this interview. This has been more of a a creation, not as organic, but more in the recording software itself, where we come up with our ideas there, and we put all the percussive elements and the sounds together, and then we might layer it with some organic and vocals on the top. It's a bit of a backwards way for us to be writing, but it's created a new sound for us, a bit of an evolution. Well, and I think that that's the interesting part about you you guys and, and, and the band. There is a lot of intelligence that goes into the way that you're making your music and in the way that you're marketing your music. And I would love for you guys, one or all of you, to comment on your marketing strategy because it is this is the new paradigm. Yeah, so we were pretty intentional with how we um, approached marketing and, and particularly social media. Um, relatively recently, we've really focused a lot on Instagram and um, have have used you know images to gain over ten thousand followers, really all over the world. And uh, we have a lot of interaction. A lot of people are really engaged with our music as a consequence of seeing us make our music through images. We, you know, we document everything. We take pictures of ourselves in the studio and people know what tracks are coming. And now we can upload video to Instagram too. So people can see clips of, of new songs and stuff. And that just seems to be a really engaging. In fact, we might be taking a, a picture of, of this right now. Um, you will never know. Um, I would love that. I would love to have, <laughs> have you take a picture like if if you're looking at your Togi chat and you see us all there, like we are we are one. We are having a, a kumbaya around our um, laptops. You know, We're, we are communing in this new paradigm here. Taken. It's done. Done. We did it. It's done. Cool. Stand up on everything. Um, it, it, yeah. So I mean, in terms of the social media, it, obviously, it is the way that that everybody needs to be to be folk. Well. It's what everybody needs to be focused on right now when it comes to when it comes to music. There just isn't another way to do it anymore. Flyers on people's car windows just don't work. So it's sort of equivalent to to that. Um, and like Jack said, you know, striking images that are a bit shocking, you know, are also fair game. We actually posted an image recently with uh, one of with a Jack shirt off. And it got a lot of attention. So, you know, we made it into we made it into a Ooh. game where we said if we get this many likes before our show tonight, he'll perform a song or two with his shirt off. People liked it. It got more engagement than any other pictures in terms of speed. Um, you know, so it works. So you got to 
And so we did. You've got to have a little bit of fun with it. You can't just say, okay, here's what I'm going to do and then hope that it does it itself. You've got to engage. I just want to ask a question and then we'll move on. Does Jack have beefcake abs? Uh, Do I have what? Beefcake abs. (laughs) He has has some beefcake abs. He really does. I mean, Beefcake is his nickname. Mm-hmm. See, there, that's it. Right and yeah. us uh, women, we we are not immune. We're highly influenced uh, by what we see. You know, so it's it's it, even though they say it's what women hear, it's what women see too. So you know, kudos to it. you for figuring that out. It's done hit both angles: what you hear and what you see. Yeah, I, I have to tell my daughter, she, because uh, when she heard your music, she was so taken by the music and by you guys. She goes, Mom, 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 go ask them if they've got a CD. And she was so disappointed that there was no actual tangible CD, which goes back to the marketing aspect of what you're doing, that everything is is available as a downloadable um, it, it was very interesting to me because, you know, I'm the old school. I'm not, I'm not quite in the LPs, you know, I'm a little bit more modern than that. I mean, it's a CD is what I'm after, but it's a different world out there. It definitely is, you know, and, uh, we, we have CDs that sometimes we give out at gigs or, or sell. And, um, it's sometimes it's, it's nice to know that if, if we don't have them with us for whatever reason, then uh, people can go straight online and get the tracks. Yeah, we just direct them to wearecablecard.com and they can find show dates to download the CD and everything else. It's just a different business model. You know, the downloading doesn't cost us anything because um, it's a piece of digital information. Of course, it costs us money for the recording, but it, in terms of a business model, it's, it seemed a natural progression for everybody to go this way. Oh, I, I completely agreed. You know, it's just, it's the difference between being used to having something tangible, you know, a piece of plastic, which is not expensive in of itself to produce either. It's just a different way of doing it. And I, I appreciate it from, from, from my side, just looking at it as, as, as a business decision. I want to set up the song um, that, that's coming our way because it's part of the creative process that we were talking about, that the song, and I'll let you tell the name and share and well you already did the cat's out of the bag it's tonight that it was born in the studio and talk a little bit about it and then we'll set it up because we run out of time and before you start talking i want to make sure that we give all your connectivity information out because we're going to close out the segment with um a sampling of tonight so it, it's not where cable car the dork that i am it is wearecablecar.com again that is www.wearecablecar.com on twitter and facebook it is also we are cable car so now you guys take it away and and set it up here we go sure the last song i guess that we'll be playing today is called tonight it's fairly new it features a friend of ours named ali ganino who's extremely talented and it's a bit of a a bit of a moody song it really has a strong beat uh and honestly we just hope people love it as much as they love to ride one of the cool things about this song is we've we've received offers to have it uh remix which is really fun indeed because it means that we're not only kind of creating but inspiring other people's creativity um and so that's that's been a really nice feeling to have to have people so interested in the track and the genesis for this song it was it it started in the studio and then Mm -hmm. 
as you were recording, it evolved. That's what you're saying? I mean, it sort of started with a bass element of, of uh, a drum feel and, and a percussive nature. And then we just started to, to layer different parts on top of that sort of feel. So instead of, as Nate was talking about before, coming up with a particular narrative or, or a particular story we needed to tell, uh, we wanted to evoke a feeling and then build upon that. So it's sort of a reverse organic process. Yeah, another feature uh, that was really interesting in this, in this type of recording is that um, building it first in the studio, it was put in a key that's a bit uh, at my vocal ceiling, so I was forced to sort of stretch and sing in a different way than you're going to hear on ride. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing it. You know, I just, I just worked my way there, and it ended up getting a really interesting vocal texture. Um, so we're actually going to use that vocal texture on a lot of the new songs. So it's not only an evolution for the style of music, but us as uh, musicians. We're all going to take chances with our instruments, whether it be the vocals, guitar, or percussion. We're going to... Um, we're going to really push the limits. So this is going to be a taste of what's next. And, and just to tie it back into the, the purpose of the interview, I mean, that's what makes us happy. It's, it's to push the limits. If we were just going to do the same thing over and over again, I think we'd all get very complacent. So in order for us to create, create a sense of, of uh, happiness in our music, we want to make sure that it has purpose, it has meaning, it means something to us and others, but it really also challenges our limitations. And here um, it is, you know, tonight. Cool. And we're going to have you guys back. We want to support you in any way we can. Thanks for coming on the show. And here it is, by Cable Car, the song Tonight. you hear on harvesting happiness talk radio subscribe to us on itunes and get your weekly dose of joy downloaded free and easily to your computer or portable device that's harvesting happiness talk radio on itunes Contests at Harvesting Happiness on Facebook, where we give away our guests' books, 
music, film, and products each week. In addition, we also do great harvesting happiness giveaways like free coaching sessions with Lisa Cypress Cayman, Lisa's books, happiness first aid kits, H-Factor Where Is Your Heart documentary film, Happiness is an inside job product, including the Sterling Silver Infinity Bracelet that benefit Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, a nonprofit whose mission is to assist our returning military personnel and their loved ones challenged by combat trauma and other post-deployment reintegration issues. Join us at Harvesting Happiness on Facebook. gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress Cayman has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life. Available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet, the show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now back to your host, Lisa Cypress Kamen. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, I urge you to download the podcast of this show on iTunes. It's free, it's kind, it's legal, it's happy, because we're talking about the creative process in both music and life. My next guest is Amber Chris. She has a master's degree in spiritual psychology from the University of Santa Monica, my alma mater. And at the time, or Leading up to going back to school, she realized that she was in an abusive relationship, not necessarily with someone else, but with herself. And it's when she overcame her own cycle of body punishment and negative self-image that she had an epiphany. And from there, she created this incredible program that she's going to tell us about called Body Heart. And from Body Heart... Uh, it really it really embodied, no pun intended, the way that Amber chooses to show up in the world, the way she chooses to serve her community and her public through videos, programs, products, live events, all designed to do one thing, to break open our hearts and begin to love our bodies and our lives. Welcome, Amber. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. I loved your um, introduction there. Well, you know, it's all you. It's all you, and and uh, it's from there that I get to be creative in the way I I describe what you're doing. Let's talk about um, from being broken on Broadway to beautiful with body heart. What does this mean? And take us on this part of your journey. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in Charleston, West Virginia, in a single-parent home, and I, I was sort of the strange one in my family because I loved to, da- to dance, and that was sort of my saving grace. And from an early age, I was like, I'm going to be on Broadway, and that was my big dream. And um, my entire life was really built on that, and I had finally gotten there. I was in Mamma Mia uh, in New York in, like, 2004, and so in that moment, it was like, ah, you know, you'd think I'd be like, the, the skies have opened, I'm living my dreams, I'm so successful, I'm so happy. 
And in reality, I was miserable because I was in this awful, torturous cycle of wishing my body were different. Like, I had this idea that if I had the perfect body, then my life would be would be everything I wanted it to be. It would be, I would be super successful. Um, I'd have the right guy, you know, all of, all of that. And so for me, for me, my journey really, I went from like crazy diets and crazy fasting and crazy exercise programs, you know, all forcing my body to really be something that she wasn't to moving to a space of healing um, and actually looking at myself in the mirror and, and, and taking on the journey of could I, could I accept this body? Could I celebrate this body? Could the body that I have at the size she wants to be be enough? And Body Heart, my, my business was really built out of my experience. There was this incredible, exhilarating answer of, yes, I can love the body that I have. And when I finally got through that journey, everything, every cell in my being was like, I want to share this. I want other people to know that it doesn't matter if you're a size 2 or a size 24. It's really about how you're relating to yourself inside. And this is the crux of uh, spiritual psychology and this the journey that comes with these kinds of studies. But I want to touch upon something about conditional joy because many of us lead our lives with the irrational belief that when we get thin, when we get rich, when we get the right guy, when we get the right job, when we have kids, then it is okay for us to give ourselves permission to be happy. And that's a lie. Completely, 100%. I could not agree with you more. Um, and that's actually the, the TED Talk that I did for, with you in TEDx Malibu was really about that, this idea of we have ego-based desires or you know, things on the goal line, the external goals, but really it's more about our internal desires, our internal goals, what I call ego-less desires, like more freedom, more happiness, more joy, more confidence. Those are actually available inside of us right now. But our society works on this when-then mentality, and really, the, the best way to be inside of your relationship with yourself is starting to focus on the goal behind the goal. You know, mm-hmm. what will that relationship, what will that skinny body, what will that um, more money, what will that bring you? And then how can you start implementing that into your life today? Yeah, it, which it's is really diff- cool because it's a, sorry, it's the creative process. We get to be, we get to be co-creators and really creating when we come at it from that point. Point. Indeed, I was going to add that it is a very empowering place to be. And when we talk about creativity, why we like to create is it gives us a hand in our own destiny. You know, when we create something, when we're making something, we're taking a very hands-on, proactive approach, whether it's conscious or unconscious. You know, because sometimes it flows through Absolutely. us and we're not aware, you know? Absolutely. It's, it's um, to me, I feel like when I'm in that creative space, I feel in flow. I feel connected to something far bigger and greater than me. Um, I, I do. I feel joy. I, I, it's almost like I feel exi- exhilarated. And hence this concept of unconditional happiness or non-conditional happiness. And that's how I like to look at this kind of 
this work that we're doing. It's about removing the limits, removing the judgments and saying it is okay to just embrace the way you look, the size that you are, where you are in your life and meet yourself there and have acceptance and love. And that doesn't mean that you don't uh, aspire to, to do more, but it's also about loving what you are and what you have. Exactly. Um, I, I'm a, when, when we set out with, um, you know, acceptance, accepting where we are, that's not resignation, right? It's different. I'm accepting where I am. I'm loving where I am today, you know, because what we, what we resist persists. Right? So if we're resisting our reality, if we're um, looking at our bank account and always wishing that it were more and really hating it or denying even, you know, looking at our, our credit card because of the debt that we may have, it's like we're, we're not nurturing the numbers. We're not loving the, the life that we have. And it's, that's the tricky, that's the hardest part is sort of the rewiring of, oh, I can, I can love whatever is in my life at the moment or at least be in acceptance of it. Because when I do that, then I'm no longer you know, like banging against a rock. I'm able to flow with the river. And when I start to flow with the river, that's when the things that I need to support me come to me, be that more money, be that um, an exercise program, be that uh, a new relationship. I'm going to challenge you a little bit here uh, with about loving Great. where you're at because it is it is a challenge. And I can speak from my own experience because I'm a couple of years older than you and I say that quite facetiously in that I have had my butt kicked by life in a very, very, very serious financial, emotional, fundamentally structural level all the way around for my, myself, my children, and on and on and on. And I can say that during that period, because it's, it, it is the recent past, the last five years, and it is still ongoing, I don't have to love every moment of that. But what I realize that I must do in order to thrive in spite of these challenges and the adversity is respect the opportunities that the challenges represent. So I don't have to love it. I don't even have to like it. In fact, it sucks. But what I can say is there is an opportunity there, and I got to love the opportunity because it's transformational. Absolutely. And, and that's also why I said, I said in, maybe not love it, but accepting it, right? This is my reality, and it may be messy, and it may – I mean, I have definitely had my hardships along the way, and – you know, I, I look back and I'm like, wow, you know, how did I get through that? But the, the <laughs> looking back is also really, it's like, holy crap, I've survived that, right? I'm, look how strong I was. Look how I shifted in that. I mean, I, I you know, for me, where I am at in my life, what, what I experienced, I never in a million years thought it was possible to love my body at the size she wanted to be. I mean, for me, it was continual obsession with getting the number down on the scale, getting the number down on the scale. And when, when, when it shifted, which, which wasn't overnight, like it, it was at least a year long journey. And I still have my days where I wake up, not, it's not like I wake up every morning being like, wow, my butt looks fantastic. That's not <laughs> accurate. You know, I wake up and I have those moments where I'm like, wow, I have a new black chin hair, right? Like, that's reality. Um, oh, but it's don't go there with the chin hairs. I mean, I could get, we could, we could devote an hour to chin hairs. Come on. It's, I mean, it, totally. But, but it's about, it's kind of, I, I like to view it as progress, not perfection, right? Yeah. So, 
Um, I'm, I'm 90% of the time I am, am enjoying my life and I'm not letting how I feel about my body stop me from living. Um, that, like that I is the to. point. I, th- I think that that's the point really that we're, we're both trying to make is that how you're feeling about your body, how you're feeling about your predicament or the mucky stuff, you know, this sort of yucky stuff in life doesn't need to preclude us from finding joy, from finding opportunity, from finding light, even in the most difficult of situations. And, you know, to, to talk a little bit about the, the body image, there was a, an author, her name is Janine Roth, and I'm sure you know her work. Mm-hmm. And she's got, got a very, very well-known book called It's Not What You're Eating, It's What's Eating You. Eating You. And metaphorically, when women in particular, but men also are challenged by eating disorders and body image issues, it is one of the only places that we can totally control ourselves is through what we put in our bodies and how we uh, torture ourselves to be some image uh, before we give ourselves permission to be satisfied. Yeah. And this is the essence of your work. We are going to go to a break in, in a, about a minute and a half, and I want to make sure we give all of your contact information. And then I want to talk about two programs that you've got on board. One is Operation Feel Good, which is coming up next week or later this week. And the other is Rock Your Body Right Now, which is a body challenge that you have developed. So you're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress. Came in to learn more about Amber Chris. Go to www.body heart.com and that's b-o-d-y-h-e-a-r-t.com on twitter it's at body heart and on facebook it's body heart program so when we come back amber we're going to continue talking about operation feel good and rock your body right now because these are two really beautiful programs that can be of service to so many of us who are challenged and need to be set free so you're listening and we'll be right back. Here come those tunes. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to fight. We know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet.com. Like us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness and on Twitter at HH Talk Radio. Lisa returns with more of Harvesting Happiness following this short break. Do you like Lisa's take on happiness, well-being, and human flourishing? Join us this spring as Harvesting Happiness launches online classroom programming where Lisa Cypress Kamen will offer her workshop series across the globe and from the comfort of wherever you are. Visit HarvestingHappiness.com for more details. Part of the Grateful Good. Grateful Nation brings together patients, families, friends, and staff of Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center to support the quality care and groundbreaking research at the medical center. Through new and traditional media, members of Grateful Nation share experiences, thank our caregivers and researchers, participate in sweepstakes, and gather to sponsor and host events and much more. Being grateful inspires others to be grateful as well. Isn't it time we jumpstart some perpetual gratitude? 
Visit Grateful Nation online to find out more at www.gratefulnation.org. Have a grateful day. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet, the show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now back to your host, Lisa Cypress Kamen. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, we are talking about the creative process within music, art, and in life. And I'm speaking with my guest, Amber Chris, who has developed an incredible program about the body heart, the connection between the body, the heart, the image that we hold of ourselves, and how to find greater joy within this body, within this vessel that is so often a battleground of our emotions. So, Amber, let's talk about Operation Feel Good, because this is exciting. Yeah, it's um, my, my newest creation, and I'm super inspired by it. It actually starts on Sunday, um, and it's a 23-day um, operation. It's a mission. I, I, I used to, growing up, I loved spy movies, still to this day. I, like, I'm obsessed with alias Sydney Bristow. I wanted to be her. And so what I've done is I've created a, a program where it's devoted to every single day for 23 days in a row, you receive a mission. And by doing, by partaking in that mission, you're actively supporting yourself and other people in your life in feeling good. Feeling good becomes ready for those 23 days. I love it. And where can one sign up or register for this? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, it's, it's completely free. It's going to be a global event, and they can sign up at opfeelgood.com. So it's opfeelgood.com. And will there be a link on bodyheart.com as well to connect there or no? Yes, okay. absolutely, absolutely. And our, um, where, where it says work with us, you can see the, te- the link to Operation Feel Good there. Yeah, there's like a, a video, a spy, you see me um, as sort of like mission command. Um, I, I took it very seriously, <laughs> right? Like your, your mission today, should you choose to accept it, this video will self-destruct in five seconds, right? So, I mean, to, I but to me, that's part of the fun. That's the creative process. That is the creative process and the, um, the process to heal and repair parts of ourselves, which we all have. I mean, let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, none of us is perfect, and perfect is highly overrated. And those parts and places of ourselves that are wounded, that are challenged, that maybe aren't so perfect, we do not have to make that healing process a continued suffering, that it can be fun. I think that's what I'm trying to say, is that you are making this fun. It's serious, and it's fun. Absolutely. You know, at um, a, a friend of mine at her gym, there's this quote that says, it doesn't have to be fun to be fun, meaning, like, you can bring the fun to anything. It's a choice. How can I see this differently so that it's joyful or that it's at least easier, right? Um, it, it is. Suffering is a choice. It's exactly what you just said. And we are all about ending needless suffering. For me, it's a personal crusade. You know, I know that suffering is part of the human condition. I can guarantee it will happen to every one of us. Then the challenge becomes, what do we do with it when it knocks on our door? Exactly. How do we want to choose to be with it? 
Yes. And this is, you know, again, we're, we are wearing the mantra of our alma mater when we go out and crusade for this type of work, you know, that it's about perception. It's about the, the reality is about how we choose to see these issues. Let's talk a little bit about um, some micro steps that can lead to massive change. I know we're coming out of order of the, the R-O-C-K of rock your body now. Rock, rock your yes. uh, you, rock your body right now is the name of the program. And we're out of order with those talking points, but they can go to your website and learn more about that program. I'm jumping around because exactly. we're limited on time and I want to give a takeaway to our listeners. What are some things that we sure. can do so, right now? Um, so, so the 56-day Rock Your Body Challenge, it's, it's eight weeks really devoted to shifting how you show up in your relationship with your body. Like, it's, it's not a diet program. It's not an exercise program. It's really about seeing your body as a friend instead of an enemy. So um, ROCK stands for Redefine, um, Overcome, Commit, and then Kick Ass. I hope I'm allowed to say that. I'm allowed to say that. You are. You can, you can kick okay. ass. We, ki- we kick ass here every week, so it's, it's quite okay. Okay, good. Um, so, so redefine. It's about redefining how you see and relate to your body. So something that you can do in, in that dynamic is every night you can create a ritual before you go to bed to place your, you know, our hands are very healing. Touch is incredibly healing. And if you place your hands on different parts of your body that you have disowned, that you choose to ignore, that you don't like, that, the, you know, the parts that are always where you just go immediately and say mean things about. If you place your hands on those parts and just say, I'm sorry, that is one way to start the healing process because your thighs, your stomach, your butt, your arms, they never really did anything to cause the torture that you and the punishment that you place on them, right? They're just trying to keep your body, is, its main job is to keep you healthy. That's all it's doing every second of the day. It didn't say, hey, overeat that Mexican food or overdrink at the Super Bowl or over, right? So it's like, oh, that's what she chose to do or he chose to do. Now I've got to figure out how can I, what can I use here that's good and what can I let go of? Um, yeah. That's a little bit of a tangent. Um, oh, it's, but a, to it's redefine, a... Go ahead. No, no, no. I, uh, and and this, is, this is a very good point. Um, the redefinition, though, it can be very challenging. I, I work with um, clients who have addiction. And oftentimes with the addictive personalities, there come eating challenges, eating disorders, and the whole Absolutely. body image is, is, is skewed. And the challenge becomes teaching these, in my case, young women, men and women, most of them, very, very young, how to love themselves. And when they start loving themselves, these other issues begin to drop off. And that's the essence of what you're sharing. Exactly. Exactly. It's bringing it back to... Um, Bringing it back to self, like back to that place inside that knows you're whole, that place inside that knows you're enough. Because we all have that, no matter our circumstances. There is this place in us, and it's about accessing that and starting to expand it, at least your, your ability to, um, to reside in it. But it is a challenge. It is a challenge for many of us to reside in, in peace within our bodies and not mutilate them one way or the other, whether it's with drugs or food or alcohol or thoughts or uh, the allowing of another, uh, another's words to impact us. This, this is a challenge of the human condition. 
completely saying this is easy work this is not for the faint of heart well, and that, that's why I think, I mean, I, I talk about this to my clients all the time. It's, it's not, you know, having a fulfilling life, there are these obstacles. We have to face our fears. We have to move through our beliefs. Like, we have to shatter that sort of programming and reality, and that is not easy. In fact, it can feel so incredibly painful and so incredibly difficult, but then the reward on the other side is, you know, greater peace, greater love, greater free, you know, whatever that thing is that you're after. But there's a reason that the majority of the people or a lot of people on the planet, you know, go to their nine-to-five job um, and then come home and sort of zone out on TV. Let's talk about the media for a moment because the media has uh, both incredibly – great things about it and incredibly destructive things about it. It is, it is just a, it's a power tool and the power tool can be used for destruction, you know, because we take in so many messages that the media gives us about how we should look, how we should dress, the kind of relationship we should have, the kind of car that we should drive, how our children mm-hmm. should behave. And I believe this gives a mixed message on to us how to be in the world. So that's where it has the potential to destroy. On the other hand, when work like, you know, mindful media, transformational media, edutainment, and this sort of thing is coming into the forefront, we focused on this on a previous show, it's an opportunity to really take this power tool and make it work for the greater good. Absolutely. And this is what I see your voice uh, being able to do, is to take this concept of respecting oneself first and that is the biggest challenge that any of us really have is to respect ourselves first and apply it then to every other area of our lives absolutely you know one way that you can protect yourself or protect that you know as we step into this journey um it's easy to get distracted and to fall off you know for me i don't look at magazines when i stand in line at the grocery store anymore i don't browse the internet it, and if i feel like i'm extra sensitive i don't you know actually normally i don't watch the news right so we ha- we do have ways that can support uh, us we can we can take actions to support us and really um, creating that healing or moving forward. Uh, that, I don't know, does that make sense? It absolutely does. I myself am on a news diet and I recommend it to all my clients as well. That you know, you do not have to be on top of the world, on top of world affairs and, and know everything because you got work to do. I mean, if, if you're in a place where you're yeah. ready to embrace the work, it's like, sister, go look in the mirror. And, you know, <laughs> there, there are things that we're attending to at home. And then you exactly. get right with that, you know. <laughs> exactly. And it's, right? And, and, and it's a good thing. And people actually, they sometimes welcome the permission to, 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 to uh, go offline for a little bit. You know, that there are other things that are being held. You can always plug back in 24-7. It's never going away. You know, with that golden age of uh, mass media and communications is here forever. Um, so you do have the choice to just go offline for a little bit and pay attention to the things that matter internally. We have run out of time, and I want to make sure that we give our guests your contact information to learn more about Amber Chris and her wonderful work. You can visit her at www.bodyheart.com. Dot com on Twitter at Body Heart, on Facebook, Body Heart 
program. She's got the Rock Your Body Right Now program, the 56-Day Rock Your Body Challenge that you can find at her website, and also Operation Feel Good, which is, is it opfeelgood.com, Amber? Yep. Okay, opfeelgood.com. And here are a few thoughts before we part. Happiness is not a destination. It cannot be bought, sold, or traded. Happiness will never invite you to the party. Happiness simply comes down to a choice to show up each and every day in the world with passion, purpose, place, and meaning. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen and my guests, Amber Chris and Cable Car. And the amazing guys at Cable Car, I want to give a shout out of their names. It's Jack Turner, Nate Mott, and Ryan Murphy. We all wish you kind thoughts, kinder words, and the kindest of actions. Until next time, remember, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is your inside job. And next week, we are focusing on Valentine's Day, and we have an extremely titillating show. We have the fabulous Nina Hartley and Charles Orlando. Charles Orlando is a returning guest, and they are going to talk about pornography. They're going to talk about relationships and I am going to make sure that we talk about love. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress King. Join us every Wednesday morning live at 10 to 11 Central Time here on Toginet Radio. Then harvest your own happiness anytime from the comfort of wherever you are with free downloadable podcasts.